Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today, oh, today is July 28th, and yes... We are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Cole Irvin, seven innings pitch, two and runs, four, it's one walk, four Ks. I have been underrating Cole Irvin. I didn't realize he had a 305 ERA and a 104 whip. Kind of wild. I mean, he just had this stretch and I, you know, 358 ERA and a 128 whip before. Now he's been on such a good run. Just destroyed the, the Astros again. Um, I don't really believe the whole thing is the problem. Uh, Four-seamer has a 168 average, a 218 average, expected average, a 219 Babbitt bonnet. It's not going to stick. The uh, the hard contact rates on the four-seamer sinker and changeup are above 30%. That means right at 30% for the four-seamer. And the curve is not really that good results-wise. Speaks to a really high XFIP. I, and I know I used XFIP. It was just already calculated yesterday. It's 432. He's a Vargas rule right now. I I don't really think that he is going to have the stretch for the longest time, but he gets the uh, the Angels next, and that's fine. So you can go with that. Um, Scherzer's dope and makes his field dope. Tarek Skubal is uh, doing good things-ish. Six innings, zero and runs, three hits, three walks, and only two strikeouts. He did get some bad luck from his defense, and he really just kind of messed them up and got gassed because of that. I, I do wonder if you know, that's why we saw the slider velocity go down. Um, he earned two-thirds strikes with that, which is good. I do wonder also if he's going to leave town and go somewhere else uh, at the trade deadline, which would mean that the defense would help him theoretically moving away from there. Um, but anyway, Tarek Skubal second half breakout. Uh, I don't know if I'm totally sold on it yet, but I'm happy that he's getting at least decent results. Four whiffs, 19% CSW here, so I'm not really a huge, huge fan. Um, Jansen Junk, I know, five innings, zero runs, four, it's one walk, eight Ks. Nah. I watched this. This was blaming on the Royals. Not good at all. Like, he should not have done this. <laughs> he just really should not have. His stuff is not that good, guys. Don't pick this up. Uh, Andrew Heaney did fine against the Nationals. Good step forward. Four innings, zero in runs, one hits, three walks, and four Ks, 71 pitches. Just move on. Things are good. Keep starting him. Giants, good. Adam Wainwright and Kevin Galsman reversed their numbers, what I expected. Wainwright against the Mighty Jays went seven innings, one run, five hits, zero walks, and eight keys. We'll talk about Galsman later. Earned a King Cole, 30% CSW, 15 whiffs, 53% curveball, CSW on the curveball, 40% CSW on the cutter. Insane. I haven't seen them work this well for a very long time. He gets the Cubs next. Absolutely. Zach Gallon did well. Five innings, one run, five Ks, four base runners. You know, his, he's not getting whiffs from his curve cutter and changeup, but... He's just kind of good across the board with it, and it's fine. I I wonder if the new changeup that is lower velocity on it to make new velocity uh, bands with everything. All four pitches have unique ones now. There might be something to that. I'm curious how that develops in the second half. You Darvish, you guys, ace is going to ace. Seven innings, two and runs, six. It's one walk and 11 strikeouts. It was against the Tigers. I feel weird doing that, but then again, he gets Rocky Road next, and like I'm just stalling here for whatever reason. You get the ace is going to ace tag. Darvish, we expect him to do that, and I really hope he doesn't blow up in two starts against the Dodgers. Marco Gonzalez against the Rangers did well. 
Really, really nice command with the cutter and the change up. Change up was so good down in a way. Uh, seven innings, 200 runs, four hits, one walk in 5K. It's good to see him bounce back, but he gets a Yankees next time around doing that. Kyle Gibson against Atlanta. I'm glad the coin flip worked out for him. As a cross the board start with a win against the, uh, against Atlanta. Six innings, 200 runs, four hits, two walks in 4Ks. Uh, it's a coin flip again next week against Atlanta. I don't know really if I want to take the chance, but it's up to you. Drew Rasmussen against Baltimore. He's a Toby in all sense of the word because he's just not doing a whole lot. 4.2 innings, 200 runs, six hits, one walk, 4Ks. Maybe one more inning and get those two runs and five innings and whatever. But it's, it's so fringy. And it's up to you if you want to hold on to that. Domingo Herman might not be making another start for the Yankees because we do anticipate some sort of starter getting dealt to that team with Severino being uh, hurt with injury. And who knows how the rest of the rotation is going to go the rest of the year. When against the Mets, 4.2 innings at 7 strikeouts. Much better curveball and change here. But yeah, not really enough for me to say hold on to this for the Mariners next Tuesday because he might not survive that. Um, he might have someone else in the rotation. Maybe he does make that start because it is a trade deadline day. It's an okay start, but also if you have something that helps this week, then I would go for that because you don't need to hold on to Herman for that, right? I don't even know if many people would pick him up for that start too. Um, Luis Castillo against the Marlins, seven innings, three and runs, six, it's one walk and eight strikeouts. The heater was a little bit slower, 95 to 96 as opposed to the 97, really flirting with 98 that we see. Just one out of 20 whiffs and 50% CS7 in the changeup, but the slider was really good. And uh, I imagine he will be pitching for another team next week. Uh, Antonio Sensatella against the White Sox. Whatever. Uh, Brad Keller barely got me a streaming victory because six innings, three and runs, six hits, three walks, and five Ks. Uh, it's a vor- very poor quality start. If you get a poor quality start, you essentially get a streaming victory. In my view, five Ks as well. Uh, he should have done a little bit better without Trout. Nathan Evaldi still has lowered velocity and... It's also a very poor quality start, but just one strikeout. Ugh, gosh, Eovaldi. Um, Corbin, I mean, I'm, I'm really moving on from uh, from Eovaldi at this point. I, that's three straight starts of, actually four, if you want to include the one as he got injured, uh, of depressed velocity uh, underneath 95. And this is a guy who's supposed to be sitting 97. So, no. Um, Corbin Burns, gold, gold, not a golden goal, but a gallows pull of 17 whiffs. 16 is 300 runs, fine, but five base runners and 11 strikeouts against the Twins. He's so good. Christian Javier against the Athletics didn't do as well as we thought he would. Five innings, 300 runs, five hits, one walk in six games. But at the same time, it's one hit away, right? One base, you know, one one hit from one fewer run and a one whip, essentially. And it's just, all right. Uh, 14 whiffs. His fastball wasn't as well commanded. It was a little bit too far down in the zone and not as exclusively upper third. But still, things are cool here. He gets the Red Sox, and I'm going to do that. Uh, Lucas Giolito went to Coors. Five innings of three and run six. It's four walks and four Ks. His fastball velocity, 91.8, and it's three straight starts of this 92 hovering, and he should be 93-94, and he's not. I'm pretty annoyed by it and scared by it. He gets the Royals next, and it feels kind of icky, but I guess you can do that. Uh, change up a slider, we're fine. Um, like, you keep starting him in fine situations. It's just, come on, Giolito. You're supposed to be, like, really good. Uh, Logan Webb against the Diamondbacks is a bit disappointing here. 6.1 innings of four and run, seven minutes, one walk, and five Ks. Though the final two runs came in the seventh inning. Uh, it's a bit of a careful Icarus with that. The whip is still high. It's annoying, but don't let the seventh inning change your mind against the Dodgers. You should start him there. John Gray, okay, had a hanging slider Julio Rodriguez that allowed a three-run shot in the seventh inning. It stinks. 6.1 innings of four and runs total. Five hits, four walks, eight strikeouts. 15 was 36% CSO, but that's not the story to me. If you know me following John Gray in this entire year, 
it's been, oh my lord, he's sitting 96 on this fastball and higher, and he has a slider that gets whiffs. The slider got whiffs. 10 whiffs and 46% CSW on that, right? Amazing. But how did the fastball perform? It sat 98 miles per hour. Sat. That's two ticks above where I was excited about. It makes me think of Carlos Ordon last year. I was happy for 95. All of a sudden, we saw 97. 98. 98 on the fastball for John Gray. Oh, boy. I really hope that sticks. If that's like, if he's not doing 97, 98 instead of 95, 96, oh my gosh. I am so excited for this. He still has an amazing slider. Insane. Uh, Charlie Morton against the Phils. Not as good as you want. Five innings of four and runs. But honestly, he's fine. I really don't think too much about this one. Tyler Wells left with a back injury, and that's that. Uh, I don't think he makes that next one against the Rangers, and I wouldn't start him there. Kyle Quantrill against the Red Sox. He's just, honestly, he should be dropped. He's not even Toby anymore. He should be on your waiver wire. 5.1 innings, 5 run runs, 8 hits, 2 walks, 4 Ks. Braxton Garrett went into Cincinnati, had a rough 4 in, four earned run inning to start the game, and settled down for 5 innings, 4, uh, 5 earned runs, 7 hits, 1 walk, and 8 strikeouts. The slider went 10 for 30 whiffs, but not a single whiff on the, on the singer, of course. Uh, I am okay with him next against uh, the Reds again, but this time not in Great American Ballpark, but instead in Miami. He should be much better there. Had a lot of turbulence in the first inning and settled down. I'm fine with Braxton Garrett still. I I wonder if the slider can stay up at this whiff count. This is amazing what it's doing. 53% CSW too. Uh, it's just about are the other pitches good enough or not. Uh, Chris Archer went against the Brewers three innings, six earned runs. This is why we don't do Chris Archer. Patrick Corbin, point two innings of six earned runs against the Dodgers. And oh boy, we don't do that. And then there's Kevin Gaussman. 4.2 innings of five earned runs, eight hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. Against the Cardinals in Toronto without Arenado and without Goldschmidt. His whip, and I didn't I I did y'all's disservice because I should not have had Kevin Gaussman as high on the list as I have. Because he should be below Dylan Cease. Why? He has a worse whip. It is 130. It, it, it is above 130 after this start. That's insane. That is not an ace. That That's a guy in the 20s for me. And Dylan Cease, I've been giving him a lot of hate and saying, I don't know if I want to do ace, he's going to ace. And all this captain hesitant because he has like a 116 or something like that, maybe 120. But like, this is 130. And his bad is a... 385 on the season. 10 hits per nine. I mean, he's not like eight, eight hits per nine, no seven and change. Something is weird here with Kevin Gaussman this year. Maybe it's just terrible defense luck. Sometimes we see this. Oh, I, I don't understand. And maybe I shouldn't be lowering him on the list because I don't think the whip is going to stay this high, but it has and it keeps doing it. And I don't know. It's just so strange to me. Uh, when we see stuff like this, I I wonder in retrospect if we'll have some answers uh, as we really dive into the season from Kevin Gaussman. I don't know at this moment. Um, all right, looking forward to today, tomorrow, and this weekend because that's what we do. It's Thursday. I have, of course, today and tomorrow ranked already. Definitely check out that article on on the site. I Of course, I rank all the starting pitches for today and tomorrow every single day. So um, today, Zach Wheeler, Otani are at the top. Uh, Tristan McKenzie, uh, Alex Wood, and Arkiti are the probable start tier. Makes all the sense in the world. McKenzie against the Red Sox, sure, I don't care. Just do that. Now, questionable start tier, you have Tyone against the Royals, and a lot of people might say, what? Isn't that a probable start? Well, Tyone has not been good against weak teams recently. Baltimore didn't do well. Um, Oakland didn't do well. Pirates didn't do well. Like, maybe he's not that good. <laughs> uh, Logan Gilbert against the Astros. I uh, Obviously, questionable start. Like, you know the talent, but it's also the Astros. Maybe the curveball is good again. 
That would be really nice. I would love to see that. Um, Cutter Crawford is our stream pick of the day against the Guardians. I don't love this, but Cutter Crawford is decent enough that he can go six innings and maybe get you a win. Uh, and the Guardians aren't too scary for me. Tyler Anderson inside of Coors is bottom of questionable. I Tyler Anderson has been really good, but also it's Coors. So be careful there. Uh, a lot of do not starts today, but it's only uh, 20 starters total, 10 games going. Uh, Graham Ashcraft against the Marlins should be good, but Ashcraft has not been good with his command. Justin Steele, I might be underrating a little bit. Justin Steele. A lot of uh, hard contact mitigation with that slider against the Giants. Hopefully he does well there. Maybe I should have him in as my streaming pickup of Carter Crawford. It's kind of close to me. I just think that Justin Steele's overall stuff is just not that good. Uh, Jordan Lyles, we are not going to play with fire again against the Rays. Uh, those are the three, though, that I would also consider. Brady Singer against the Yankees, no way. Yusei Kikuchi against the Tigers. A lot of people might be in on that because it's the Tigers. They're not as good against... They're, they're worse against righties and lefties. And Kikuchi has just been such a chaotic mess. Uh, and he doesn't go that long into games. I don't think this is worth your time, especially considering he hasn't pitched since the beginning of July. So there's no way he's going to go like six innings here. Uh, I would say like a four-inning start, and it's going to be bad. I just don't want to do it. Zach Thompson, Ryan Yarbrough, Spencer Howard, Daniel Castano. Maybe just Daniel Castano is honestly like maybe a sneaky, sneaky playing in the only leagues. Tell Adam Alexander and Jose Arania round that out. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to Friday's starts. Ace day. So you got Cole, Alcantara, Manoa, Verlander, Bassett, Wright, Woodruff, Bieber. All our auto starts. There's also Robbie Ray at the very end against the, the Astros. I know he only had, actually didn't have only, he had zero whiffs on his slider in his last start. I'm going to say that's a blip, and I think if you have Robbie Ray, it's just too good to pass up against, uh, regardless of who. It's Robbie Ray who can just win your weekend. Uh, probable start here, you have Lance Lynn against the Athletics. He hasn't been at his best self, but he did well last time. It's Athletics. It's the Athletics. You do that. Uh, Miles Michaelis, Joe Ryan, Marcus Stroman, Martin Perez, Alex Cobb, Julio Urias. All of these are pretty much against weak opponents, and you're just going to go with those guys, except for Julio Urias against the, the Rockies and Coors. Yeah, not great, uh, but Urias did throw 94.6 in his last start, and that's the first start all year he sat 94 or higher. So I'm very encouraged by that. I think you should still start Urias, who's that good. He survived cores before. He can do it again. Um, the questionable starts here, you have Patrick Sandoval against the Rangers. Sandoval has failed in three of the last four starts, and the whiffs disappeared last time out. I'm a little cautious here, and I understand your thoughts as well here against the Rangers. Jeffrey Springs hasn't looked good in the last two starts, and I'm a little questionable about what we're going to see. I think this is going to be a very telling start either way here. Blake Snell has a really high ceiling, but it's against the Twins, so up to you if you want to do that. And the bottom three of this one, Dean Kramer, Quintana, Bumgarner, are all not very exciting. I have Kramer as my stream pick of the day against the Reds. I just feel that inside of Cincinnati, it's still a better matchup than Quintana against the Phillies or Bumgarner against Atlanta. I uh, do not start here. James Capillion, Mike Miner, Bailey Falter, uh, Annabelle Sanchez, uh, Chris, Chris Bubich are all like the Ones maybe you can consider, but Brian Bayo, like Chad Cool inside of cores against the Dodgers, Brian Garcia. You don't want to do any of these. The most, the, the closest one is James Capillion against the White Sox, but I don't think we're at a place yet to trust him as a proper Toby. Uh, looking forward to this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. I'm just going to go through all the teams in order. I don't have them ranked, but I'll tell you where I would put them. Both against the Reds as they do not start. Pavetta against the Brewers. Ugh. Top of do not start. I really don't trust it. Um, Nestor Cortez against the Royals is an auto start um, at the bottom of it. Uh, Corey Kluber is a probable start against the um, Guardians. You have Ross Stripling against the Tigers. Honestly, might be a probable start. 
uh, because that's just so good as a righty. But that's a top of questionable. Let's go with that. Uh, Johnny Cueto is in that top of questionable against the Athletics. Zach Plesac against the Rays, I think, is bomb of questionable. Um, Drew Hudson says they do not start. Zach ranking against the Yankees, no way. Uh, Sonny Gray at the Padres is a probable start. Framber Valdez auto start against the Mar- uh, not the Marlins, the Mariners. Reed Demers against the Rangers is top of questionable. Uh, I would be streaming him wherever I can. Um, I think the new arm angle and the new mechanics learned in the minors um, really fixed him. Uh, I think he's much, much better now with the slider command. And also really good spots on his uh, fastball, too. Uh, Paul Blackroom, we're not starting. Do not start. Uh, Chris Flexen, do not start against the Astros. Glenn Otto against the Angels. I still don't want to do that. I can understand it maybe working out, but he just doesn't have it. Ian Anderson, do not start against the Diamondbacks. He's just been too bad. Same with the Trevor Rodgers against the Mets. Carlos Carrasco at Miami is a probable start. Ranger Suarez at Pittsburgh. Ooh. Top of questionable. I'm there. Uh, Changeup's looking much better. Carter Command looks good. Um, Eric Fede against the Cardinals. Do not start. Drew Smiley, even though the curve looked really good last time, it's going to say top of do not start, but I don't want to do it. Tyler Malley against the Orioles could be the last audition for him, I would say, improbable start, even though it's at home. Uh, Eric Lauer against the Red Sox. He's just a cherry bomb. Ugh, top of do not start. I just It's not worth it, I don't think. Uh, Mitch Keller against the Phillies. He's near the top of do not start. He's been on a decent run. Uh, the fills are interesting. Do I want Lauer or do I want Keller? I want Lauer. Um, Dakota Hudson, he's a coin flip if you want to do it against the Nationals, but do not start. Corbin Martin, we're not ready yet. Do not start. Kyle Freeland and Coors hosting the Dodgers. No way. Uh, Clint Kershaw, I think, in Coors, top of probable. Um, Joe Musgrove against the Twins, bottom of auto. And Jacob Junis against the Cubs is very interesting, but I don't know if he's going to be fully stretched out yet. So either top, yeah, near the top of do not start. Very interesting do not start there. A um, lot of interesting uh, lottery tickets to chase um, that you might want to consider on Saturday instead of Sunday. In uh, On Sunday starts, yeah, Spencer Watkins against the Reds. Ugh. Yeah, do not start the top of it. Josh Mikowski's on recovery from COVID fully. Yeah, he wasn't last time. I don't want to trust us here. Um, Jordan Montgomery against the Royals. Probable start. Shane McClanahan is probably the number one play. It is the number one play against the Guardians. Jose Barrios is a top of probable against the Tigers. Dylan Cease is an auto against the Athletics. Kirk McCarty, I don't know if that's probably a bullpen game for the um, Guardians, so no way. Garrett Hill against the Jays, no way. Carlos Fernandez against the Yankees, no way. But Dylan Bundy against the Padres, don't want to do that. Uh, Jake Odorizzi against the Mariners, bottom of questionable. Noah Syndergaard is a questionable against the Rangers. Adam Aller against the White Sox, no thanks. George Kirby at Houston. Only 51 pitches last time. That's a do not start. I don't know if, how many pitches will go, and it's way too risky against the Astros. Dane Dunning against the Angels, not so bad. I think he had really good, good command last time, excuse me. And uh, uh, top of do not or bottom of questionables. We'll see how I feel on Friday, uh, or actually on Saturday as I do this. Uh, Max Fried is an auto against the Diamondbacks. Pablo Lopez, auto against the Mets. Tom Walker, probable against the Marlins. Aaron Nola, auto against the Pirates. Paulo Spino isn't throwing enough pitches yet. Do not start in against the Cardinals. Adrian Sampson against the Giants. Top of do not. Uh, Nick Lodolo, I really dig this against the Orioles. Probably top yeah, top of questionable or bottom of probable. Top of questionable. Aaron Ashby against the Red Sox. Bottom of questionable. I don't think he was as good as you want to believe from the last start. And the Red Sox could mess him up. JT Brubaker, top of do not start. I don't really think he's consistent enough and does enough in the good starts. Um, against the Phillies. Andre Plante, no thanks against the Nationals. It's not the worst desperate Sunday play, but no. 
Uh, Merrill Kelly at Atlanta is, I'd say, bottom of probable. You're doing that. Um, Herman Marquez, maybe top of, of questionable. Thing. Herman Marquez hosting the Dodgers, no thanks. Tony Gonsolin, bottom of probable against the, actually, maybe top of questionable. Gonsolin does not look good in its cores. Uh, and I, Sean Manaya against the Twins is bottom of questionable. And Carlos Rodon, obviously, is an auto start against the Cubs. Actually, maybe uh, do not start for Sean I just has not been in a good place. Um, Right, that's going to do it for today. Good luck this weekend. Hopefully, you found this all very helpful. Uh, and I will be back, of course, tomorrow talking about two-star pitchers for next week. But that's it. So, my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babbabs be low and your strikeouts high.